Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. But the most important decision that anyone ever makes is the decision to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Now, many people have made the decision to reject Him as their personal Savior. I, for one, you need to realize that uh, as we're looking at this, we had to come to a decision that we were a sinner. Every individual, I myself included, had to come to a decision that I am a sinner. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Ken Hagen. Stay tuned for the series, Decisions Determine Destiny. Stay with us. This will be a great time of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this month's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Ken Hagen's message. If you got your Bible, you can turn to Joel chapter 3, verse number 14. Praise the Lord. The 14th verse of this third chapter of Joel says, Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. We make decisions every day that we live. Some are major decisions, some are not so major, but we make a decision every day on what to wear, what to eat, where to eat. Do I buy this or that? Do I go here? Do I go there? Do I go to university? Where? What am I going to do with my life? And on and on the list goes. I mean, we can make a list two or 20 miles long and we're still, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? We make decisions every single day, 20, 30, 40, 50 times a day. Many of those decisions affect our life for the rest of our life. Many of those decisions only affect our life for a few minutes. But those decisions are vitally important. Of course, decisions should be made with a knowledge of the facts of what the decision is going to be. We should know the positives and the negatives of the different decisions that we make. There are some decisions uh, that after you have a knowledge and gain a knowledge, there's too many negatives and so it would be better not to make a decision to do something. Then there are other decisions after you've gained all of the knowledge of the positive and the negative on this particular issue, even though there are some negatives with it, uh, the positive outweighs the negative and you shouldn't make a decision to do that certain thing. But the most important decision that anyone ever makes is the decision to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Now, many people have made the decision to reject him as their personal Savior. I, for one, you need to realize that uh, as we're looking at this, we had to come to a decision that we were a sinner. Every individual. I myself included, had to come to a decision that I am a sinner. Now, many people have not done a lot of things bad. Sometimes children that accept Jesus Christ as their Savior, they haven't been out in what we would call deep sin, but 
in rejecting Jesus Christ as personal Savior, therein is the sin. The Bible says all of 323 Romans, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We must recognize and realize we are a sinner and then we make a decision based on the facts. I'm going to tell you what, we've had the program that we presented here. If dead men could speak and uh, it had to do with the decision of accepting Jesus or not accepting Jesus. Rejecting him put you into hell which was set up over here. Accepting him put you into heaven which was set up on this side of the stage. And it made a, it was a very vivid picture of the decision that you make when you reject or accept Jesus Christ. Now, after we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, then we must make decisions about what we believe about God's Word. Is it really God's Word? Or are we going to listen to what the theology says about His Word? What the theologians say about God's Word? Many times they are saying things that are contrary to God's Word. Now we are faced with a decision. Do we go with God's Word or do we go with the educational system that has taught us certain things that are contrary to God's Word? The decisions are there. We face them all the time. What are we going to do about Acts 2-4? Are we going to accept that Pentecostal experience, that biblical experience of being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking with tongues as it is talked about in the Word of God? Or are we going to accept what the theologians have told us and this is not for us today? The decision is there. We make decisions all the time. Most of you in this room have made a decision to accept God's Word and to believe what God's Word says. How many of you have accepted the decision to believe in the experience of speaking with tongues? That was the decision that you had to make, though. You were told contrary to that. How many of you were taught contrary to accepting that? See, you were taught contrary to that. But then there was a decision. What I am saying is, as we began to follow God, as we began to move our steps with God, because it says the, that a good man's steps are ordered of God, and we begin to move that direction, then we are going to be faced with the decisions of what man is saying and what God is saying. And we must make the right decision because it will affect our life. We must make a decision about healing. Isaiah 53, 5, 1 Peter 2, 24, by his stripes ye were healed. That decision has to be made. They, we have been told that healing was done away with when the last disciple died. But that is not so. But that's what's taught. That's what's been told many, many people. How many of you have ever heard that healing has been done away with? It was taught in churches. It was taught in, in different classes. Uh, but it's not so. The Word of God says, By His stripes ye were healed. And then besides that, if you, if you just had history to go on, you could go back in historical evidence and find that healing was still in existence 
in, in 400 A.D. That's 400 years after the last disciple already passed off of the scene. If you want to know all about that, I, I've got a book called Healing Forever Settled in which I went back. If you want to read about it, and I document healing down through the centuries. And I, for one, have found out that I believe in healing with God's Word because God said it, but I can document it in history. We've got to, to make up our mind about what we believe, and we've got to make a decision on what we believe about prosperity. Now, I want you to understand that you can make a decision to be saved and born again by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and live, you know, in line with God being saved and not ever receive the Holy Spirit, not ever do anything with healing, and not ever do anything with this next one, prosperity. But you don't have to. You don't have to go through life sick. You don't have to go through life broke. You don't have to go through life without the spiritual guide, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. You can make a decision. Many people have made a decision simply to get saved. They made a decision with salvation only. I'll tell you what. When I open a package, I like to enjoy all the contents of the package. How about you? See, when you open the package, salvation is just part of the contents of the package. Some people are enjoying salvation while they're doing away with all of the other contents in the package, which is all the fringe benefits, uh, and that's where all the blessing is. Many of you work on a job, but you've got uh, other friends' benefits in your compensation package. Is that so? How many of you know what I'm talking about? There are fringe benefits in your compensation package. And do you know what? It's not up to the company. It's not up to your supervisor. It's not up to your boss or anybody else whether you enjoy the benefits of the, the fringe benefits of your compensation. They're not going to come down there and poke them down your throat push them on top of you, make you do it. No, they're there. If you receive them, you're going to have to go take advantage of them. And today, with God, God has given us a package, starting with salvation. But the rest of it, see, salvation is a free gift. The rest of it, we're going to have to go out here and get a hold of by faith. I'm just talking about decisions, making decisions. I believe in prosperity. Somebody said, well, where are you going to find that in the Bible? Well, uh, Psalms 118.25, Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Hallelujah. And there's a lot of other things we could add there. And then we got to make a decision about what we're going to do with faith. See, many people say, well, whatever God wants, that's what's going to happen. More the case of raw, sarah attitude. Whatever will be, will be. No, it won't. Whatever you allow will be. Is that not Bible? The Bible says that we have been given the authority, the authority of the believer. We have an authority. 
We have an authority to control with your finances. I grew up in it. I was there. Dad told us this, and, and I've used these principles, but it was, it, it just stirred me again as I heard him talking about the fact that uh, you believe in your heart what you need from God, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And then he said, you tell the Lord what you're believing for, and money-wise, I'm talking about money, I'm talking about prosperity in the money area. There's many prosperities, but I'm talking about the money area because that's the one most people are more interested in than any other area. And he said, you tell the Lord what you need, what you're believing for, and then you tell the devil, take your hand off of my finances, and then you say, ministering spirits, go and cause the money to come. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the CD series Camp Meeting Classics Volume 1 for $19.95. Featuring classic camp meeting sermons from Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, Oral Roberts, and John Osteen. Call today and get this month's special offer now. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. November 7th through 9th. Wow, yes. My Call to Arms conference. It is awesome. It's going to be awesome awesome. awesome. awesome, awesome, awesome. We've got nine different workshops, plus myself, Todd White, Andre Butler, building men of character. Yes. Hey, uh, ladies, sign, go go there and, and sign your men up. Get them here. It's going to be a great time. You, as my dad used to say, if you miss it, you're going to miss half of your life. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Ken Hagen, Decisions Determine Destiny. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.